There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, Anna, how are you feeling about When Diplomacy Fails Remastered, five weeks to run wild? Well, I'm really excited about the project, but I think I'm more excited to finally have my husband back. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> We are live at last. Welcome, history friends, patrons all, to When Diplomacy Fails, remastered, five weeks to run wild. This episode should serve as an introduction to what this crazy project will look like, what it will entail, and give you an idea as to why I thought doing it at all was a good idea. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then I'd like to say hello there, and thanks for stopping by. For the record, it's no coincidence that this episode was released on the 18th of May, 2017. Whatever date or time you happen to be listening to this on. In case you didn't know, that date is when When Diplomacy Fells first went live in 2012, and when my voice first emerged onto the crazy stage of podcasting, which means that from this point we're exactly five years into history podcasting, and the party is only just beginning. So let's ask the key question upon which all others depend. Namely, why am I remastering my older back catalogue all of a sudden? And what exactly do I mean when I say that we have five weeks to run wild? Well, if you cast your mind back through the When Diplomacy Fails back catalogue, you'll see we've come a long way in When Diplomacy Fails since we started all the way back in May 2012. Everything changed from my confidence, to my speaking voice, to my tone, to the way I get people to support this podcast. I've led you guys through some incredible stories, and we've witnessed some unbelievable dramas play out right here in this very pod. While we've also taken on some massive projects, such as the July Crisis Anniversary Project, where we gave you a day-by-day analysis of the outbreak of the First World War in real time, or the 1916 miniseries where... I shed our objectivity and gave you something different, something Irish, something personal. Today we take on another project to mark the fact that we are now five years old. It's a very special project and it's one that I've been building towards since the day after Christmas 2016. So why remastering and why do I feel like it's truly necessary at this point in When Diplomacy Fails as timeline? What if you've just listened to the old back catalogue? Will there be nothing of note for you in this project? Well, I can assure you now, history friends, this project is so much more than a simple 
remaster of episodes 1 to 19 of When Diplomacy Fails, and it offers so much more than a fresh perspective on wars we've already covered, or a new opportunity for me to paper over old cracks. You see, this project is essentially one big podcasting party. For five weeks, we will release at least two episodes every single day. To constitute these 70 or so episodes, I wouldn't be able to simply redo old episodes, even as I've expanded on old theories, completely restructured and reworked old specials, such as Napoleon's story in particular, or given other figures and ideas their justified places in the podcasting sun. No, you see, once the idea came to me to be that ambitious, to take on all of this and make our fifth birthday one that would be worthy of you guys, I started to dream, and then I started to put those dreams into motion, and in the process construct something which was arguably the most incredible history podcasting project ever seen on the internet. Remastered episodes will form the bulk of what's to come, which is where the title, When Diplomacy Fails Remastered, comes from, but these will be populated with miniature specials, deep dives into certain topics and teasers for what's to come with When Diplomacy Fails. I'll explain more about that later on in this introduction episode, but above all I think you'll find it most exciting to denote what I call the collaboration episodes, where I sat down with a distinguished guest and talked around their related episode. So now that you're a bit more aware of what's about to befall you, I have to remind you that this isn't something you'll be waiting for every week. It's it's daily, and you'll be always getting at least two episodes in the When Diplomacy Fails feed, since this project will be running from Monday the 22nd of May, so, well, three days from now, until Sunday the 25th of June 2017. Let that sink in, just let that insane level of commitment, of work, and above all, of incoming content for you guys sink in. If you're a patron of this podcast at the $5 level, you'll note that every single episode from this project, nearly 95 episodes in total, has been released instantly into the extra feed. Meaning that, yes, patrons get to binge on all of this project in one go. The lucky divils. You know where to go by now if you want to join that party, patreon.com forward slash when diplomacy fails, but even if you're not a patron, you'll still be having it pretty darned good. You're probably wondering exactly how and why I decided that such a project, such a workload, and such an insane vision was necessary. Well, now that I've laid the groundwork here and dropped my mic, so to speak, I'd like to explain these outstanding questions to you guys. So if that sounds interesting, listen on. I do not by any means hate the first 19 episodes that we tackled in our first year of When Diplomacy Fails. However, I definitely feel that there is great and justifiable grounds for improvement. This is one of the major goals of this remastered project, to redo and restructure our first 19 episodes and release them to you with our modern voice, with all I've learned and all I've come to appreciate about history podcasting. For at least the first 10 episodes, let's be honest, I pretty much gushed about what I knew, and unleashed a torrent of random episodes, eras, and facts upon you guys. Above all, it was because I was a total noob, but also because I was super excited to share what I thought I knew. Not only does this explain the uneven structure in each episode individually, but it also explains why I went from the Franco-Prussian to the Second Punic War, or from the War of the Spanish Succession to the Seven Years' War, or included such randomers as the Polish War of Succession. I had great fun doing them, obviously, but they didn't exactly provide a coherent path towards the end goal, since I had no end goal in mind and I pretty much decided on a whim to cover the Napoleonic Wars, 
and a terrific rush job for episode 10. Episodes 11 to 19 were more sensible in that they led somewhat more straightforwardly towards the First World War special for episode 20, which as you can see has remained in its original unedited form because we're only doing episodes 1 to 19, and it's now the first technical proper episode in the feed because of this. Perhaps someday I would like to remaster right up to the end of the 30 years war, if only so that the old mistakes I made can be removed, and the new developments in self-promotion can be put in. Another thing too is that I'm older and I'm hopefully wiser now, so even though I won't be changing the entire structure of individual episodes or massively overhauling the conclusions I had for episodes 1 to 19, with some exceptions of course, you will still notice a great upturn in quality, I promise. In a way I'm reluctant to erase the existence of my old mistakes to cover over my original, notably younger speaking voice with the new. I know it is for the best, and while I'm sure most of my diehard fans would argue that they prefer being able to notice the transition of Zack Twomley from doesn't know what he's really doing to he's doing alright, as a perfectionist myself, knowing these episodes are out there, and in some cases they're the first thing the new listeners will hear when they come to find When Diplomacy Fails, yeah, that's really grinded my gears for some time. I should add, though, for those of you that really want the trip down memory lane, those original 19 episodes are not gone forever. They've simply been removed from the feed, and they reside permanently on the website, wdfpodcast.com, where they can be accessed absolutely free of charge. For the record, I feel like it was only once I began to carve out a niche for myself and undertake such mad projects as the 30 Years War, July Crisis, Anniversary Project, or the 1916 Rising miniseries, or until I came to the conclusion after the July Crisis project that I would really have to cover wars in multi-part series in more detail, that I really hit my groove. Before then, I had the rough formula of When Diplomacy Fails, I had the loud, sometimes deafening sound effects of course, but the self-imposed restrictions of time meant that I crammed everything I had into the episodes, rather than letting the rich history speak for itself. It's important to demonstrate, obviously, that I'm only human, and my podcast does evolve and adapt to my own maturity as a historian and a human being, of course. I feel like the changing nature of my podcasting style captures this in a really unique and interesting way, so that's why I won't be transforming all of the back catalogue of When Diplomacy Fails, at least not for now. The need to not totally paper over all my old errors also explains why this remastered project won't be beginning with episode 1 and ending with episode 20. In other words, I wanted to leave the First World War as it was when I did it in early 2013, because I feel it is a testament to how much I've grown as a podcaster and historian. The way in which I had my opinions challenged when I undertook the July Crisis project and reached completely different conclusions thereafter has been, I feel, one of the best experiences for me in podcasting. In a way, I think it's rewarding to leave those lessons in the feed so that someone can follow them along and experience them in the same organic way that I did. It also serves to remind you guys that I'm not some genius with a microphone, though perhaps some psycho with a microphone is a better description of me considering everything that's about to come over the next month or so. Anyway, I I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong in the First World War series that I did. I made a series of errors and I moved on from them. But if I was a flawless historian without record of correcting myself. I mean, yeah, I might be famous. Maybe I'll be as famous as some of those podcasting greats that are out there now. But at the same time, I wouldn't be Zach Twomley. And really, that's who I want to be. You should go without saying that I really did enjoy going back into the worlds that each of the 19 episodes offered. 
and I hope you'll look forward to delving back into them yourself. Whether it was giving Napoleon Bonaparte the proper light of day at last, and doing him justice in eight episodes rather than two rushed ones, with a notable guest at the end to wrap it all up, or putting the word the Spanish succession in proper context considering what I now know of Louis XIV, or examining the Russo-Turkish War of 1877 in light of my appreciation for Benjamin Disraeli and how close the British really came to war in 1878, and how much the whole situation mirrored 1914. All of these were lessons I learned organically through my own research and hard work, so in a way it's all the more rewarding to present them back to you, complete with the lessons that those hours plugging away have instilled. At the same time, I also made some real howlers that need covering up. Those Russian accents for the Russo-Japanese War, anyone? What about the disaster of pronunciation that was the Boxer Rebellion? Or who can forget the audio genocide that the first Italo-Ethiopian War represented? There is a fine line between displaying a learning curve, a la the First World War special, and scaring people off with my teething problems and inaccuracies, a la, in my opinion, episodes 1-19. to Now I feel, in celebration of the fact that I've been doing this for five glorious years, it's the perfect time to go back. So with that explained, and with you now hopefully eager to hear me tackle those trips down memory lane once more, here's how it will work, explained in a bit more detail. For the next five weeks, starting in three days on the 22nd of May 2017, when the first remastered episode on the Franco-Prussian War will be released, there will be at least two episodes out every day for five weeks. In the meantime, there will be what I like to call pre-drinks to keep us going for the three days from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leading up to Monday the 22nd of May, and I'll talk about more about what these will entail in a bit. But yes, that's right, and in case you don't believe me, I'm going to say it again. Every day, every single day of the week, two episodes for 35 whole days. It's something that's taken a whole lot of patience, hard work, and roasted, toasted vocal cords, but it's darn worth it. When you're listening to this right now, everything has been prepared over the last few months. The day after Christmas 2016, I started to work on this with a vague plan. Driven by the idea that us folks at When Diplomacy Fails, we've been through a lot together. And you know what? You guys, you all just deserve this. For every mispronounced word, botched explanation, or unwanted befit, or Patreon reminder, sorry about that, This is all for you, for sticking by me for all these years and making When Diplomacy Fell such a brilliant, amazing place to be. This podcast and the people that listen to it have made such a profound, massive difference to my life. And without it, I wouldn't be the professional, the historian, the podcaster, or even the man that I am today. I really am so fond of each and every one of you, and I'm so grateful that you've all chosen to join me over the last few years too. So I want you to accept this present on behalf of me, to show you just how much I care for sticking with When Diplomacy Fails for the last five years. So here's how it's going to work now that you've sat down and taken a few deep breaths. Every day if you check the feed, at least two episodes will be available to download with no strings attached. As I alluded to earlier, in addition to the remastered episodes of 1-19 to that will constitute the bulk of this whole project, we'll be making up the difference with some other episodes, and they fall into three categories. The first refers to the talk episodes. You see, while I would have loved to have remastered all seven or so talk episodes that I did with Sean and completely redo them from the ground up, like get Sean on again for that talk episode all over again, 
I didn't really have time to do that and neither did Sean because he was so busy over the last half year getting ready for my wedding, not to mention inconveniently tracking down Johan de Witt's ghost in the Netherlands, so he didn't really have time for that either. I'll paste a newer intro at the beginning of each talk episode and I'll fix some other issues within them as well which will hopefully change up the whole experience a little bit but you should know that I'm only inserting these into when Diplomacy Fails Remastered because I don't want them to vanish when I delete the first 19 episodes from the podcast feed. Which, yeah, by the way, I just did that, so there you go. This way, these talk episodes should be there alongside everything else, just as they were meant to be originally. The reason why I add these caveats in here, and the reason why I bother you with this apparently unimportant information, is because the talk episodes, yeah, well, they're not actually counted within the total of 70 episodes that you'll get over the next five weeks, so... In other words, sometimes you'll get two episodes and a talk episode if one went along with that episode originally. Through episodes 1 to 19, there were seven talk episodes originally released in total from, roughly speaking at least, the middle of May 2012 till the end of, well, 2012. So remastered totally or not, I hope you'll stop by and have a listen to Sean and my audio journeys. Because even today I feel like they stand up pretty well. The second type of episode I'll be landing on you guys refers to what I like to call collaborations. And these were introduced earlier on, but it's worth talking a little bit more about them. In these episodes, I'll sit down with a particular podcaster or important figure, historian, or sometimes he's all three. And I'll also be hooking up with my podcasting buddies from both within and without the Agora sphere. Sometimes these collabs serve the same purpose as a talk episode we once did, and the podcaster will give his two cents on the topics I just examined in the era as a whole in the previous episode, with some fascinating additions of their own. Of course, this is all being done to celebrate five years of podcasting, and since I feel the best way to celebrate our journey at When Diplomacy... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bells is to introduce you guys to some really talented potters out there, 
that you may not be aware of who have their own podcasting journeys, the decision to collaborate with some of my brilliant historical colleagues only made sense. All of them should supplement the newly minted remastered episodes, as well as the talk episodes with myself and Sean, so make sure you check these folks out when you get the chance. I should add that occasionally I'll be having people on that don't actually relate to the previous episode. In actual fact, I'll be having at least five guests on the podcast that I just chose to have on because I felt you had to hear their stories. Some of them you'll definitely know, others maybe not, but this is the best time to join our conversation and get to know them here. The third category of episodes consists of some interesting extras that are kind of hard to define, but they're mostly categorised as what I like to call WDF thinks. Some of these will be used to draw attention to what I have planned on Patreon, but they all come with their own original theme, and they took a lot of original research to get off the ground, so please don't dismiss them as a promotional exercise until you give them a chance. Unique, deep-dive episodes on Otto von Bismarck, on Polish history, and on Prussian history will make an appearance, as our Patreon goals are in line with these, However, we'll also be drawing attention to the Code of Honor thesis, since it's been such a constant companion of ours over the years. I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that I finally let my creative juices flow, as I tried my hand at some alternative history as well, when I asked the question, what would have happened if Gavrido Princip missed? Honestly, I'm very excited to hear what you guys will think of these individual episodes, but taken together along with other remastered solo episodes, sort of redone talk episodes, fresh collaboration episodes and some purely conversational guest episodes, I think they'll round out the troop of content very, very well. There is, I hope, sure to be something for everyone. You'll also see me talk with a lot of different people and have a lot of different dynamic conversations because of it. This will mean you'll see me in conversations I've never really done before in a style that I'm not really used to, which in turn means that I'll be stretching as we go, which of course is always nice. A kind of ongoing theme of this whole project wasn't necessarily intentional, but the idea that history podcasting is really, really important, and the people I get on to collaborate with me on this massive project are, I feel, great ambassadors for that, because they embody what history podcasting is all about. Independent, intelligent, and responsible people doing their best to get history out there and, well, explain in their own words and with their own talents and through their own initiative and vision, why history and history podcasting is important. Podcasting, of course, has always been a learning curve for me, but after this, I really feel like I've grown so much as a person and as a podcaster, so I hope that this growth will also be on display. That's it really on the structure then, but in terms of the schedule, while you know that we start officially on Monday the 22nd of May with our proper five-week to run wild schedule, we won't be leaving you in the dark on Friday, Saturday or Sunday leading up to that, as you know by now. Each day we'll have some kind of audio treat for you guys, a pre-drink if you will. And on Sunday, this coming Sunday, the 21st of May, we have perhaps the most incredible treat of all. If you've listened to the extra teaser for May, and patrons just ignore this because you guys don't get these, but you listeners will have... Probably an idea of who I mean, but if you're unaware of who's going to join us this coming Sunday, the 21st of May, well, I just can't keep it a surprise anymore. We have Mr. History of English, Kevin Stroud, on the podcast. 
Yes, indeed, we do. I should add, though, and this leads me into another important point. Kevin Stroud's interview will be split into two parts, and for the sake of wanting people to sign up and become diplomats and getting our podcast out there, etc., this may be unpopular for you guys, but the second part of that interview with Mr. Stroud will be on Patreon. I'm sorry if that's not going to sit well with you, but if you consider exactly what I'm sending you over the next five weeks, I feel like it balances itself out. So what do we think? Two episodes every day for five weeks, over 90 episodes, over 60 hours of content, millions of words and countless hours spent bringing it to you guys? This is a party, and I'm happy to have you here for the journey. You've no idea how excited I am, as this podcast really has taken a great deal of my time over the last few months. I tell you this because of that lady who spoke very briefly at the beginning of this introduction. In case you didn't know, I recently got married... And if it strikes you as odd that I was able to prepare for such a significant life event while also preparing this extravaganza, then you are correct. It is odd, to put it mildly. It's odd because Anna somehow hasn't left me yet, and she managed to exercise her saintly levels of patience so that I could pull off this vision for what I always wanted when diplomacy fails to achieve. Not even diplomacy would have been enough, history friends. Anna is brilliant, and whether you know it or not, you all owe her a great deal, so... Make sure to say nice things about her and wish us both well, because she likes that. For me, since she's married to me for roughly two weeks now, she knows how much I love and appreciate her, but let it be said again here that behind every great male history podcaster, there is a supremely patient and gracious wife allowing him to pursue this crazy hobby. You're the best, Anna, and I love you so much. Now that we've tackled all that, you know what we have planned on why... I'd like to delve into some other issues. If you don't care either way and you feel like you've had enough of me by now, then see you later. I'll see you soon, in fact. But if you want to know how to keep pace with this project, how you can help us and what Patreon is going to look like for the next while, then stay tuned. As you've learned from the beginning of this episode, the incredible truth is that patrons at the $5 diplomatic level get all of this content instantly as well as a number of extras, like the second part of the Kevin Stroud interview and the second half of the Alternative History Deep Dive. In other words, four episodes of the Alternative History Deep Dive instead of just two. Having said that, and for those that are interested, let's talk a bit more about Patreon, and we'll then round off this introduction by listing off the patrons who have been pledging so wonderfully since I stopped being able to recall the patrons at the end of every episode, because wedding stuff kept getting in the way, don't you know? Considering how big a part of the podcast Patreon has now become, and how big it is for this remastered special now, it's mad to think that when I started planning this, I did it without Patreon in mind, because, well, when I started planning this, When Diplomacy Files wasn't even on Patreon. Instead, my hope was that by doing all this, most of you would freak out and enjoy it, while a small amount of you might go and do that old PayPal model I used to have, where you give me a little bit every month. In fact, for the first few episodes I recorded, this was where I directed you to if you wanted to give back yourselves and make it a party by bringing more presents in for me. And then Patreon happened, and regardless of how you feel about it, it totally changed this whole project, I believe, for the better. It should be said that most of the remastered episodes do have a Patreon plug of some kind within them. I felt this was only fair, but for those that are a diplomat and have access to the extra feed... You guys can access all those episodes free from such plugs and, yes, of course, all in one go. At least this is the idea, but because I decided after the event about patrons and the extra feed, etc., some references may remain. 
I feel this kind of sounds like a warning when you're about to cook chicken and it tells you that some bones may remain, even though all efforts have been made to remove them. We did our best, guys, and the extra feed should be as free from plugs for Patreon as possible, which will hopefully be a major incentive for you guys to join up. To recap, at long last, diplomats get everything that this project has to offer instantly, as well as the extras we've already mentioned. So if you're a patron listening to this right now, go and binge your little heart out. From the five weeks to run wild moniker of this project, you'll be able to denote that this whole party ends for regular listeners on the 25th of June. As in Sunday the 25th of June is the last proper day of it. The following day, Monday the 26th of June, is when I'll release the epilogue to both the patrons and the normal listeners, since obviously I can't epilogue something until I've actually finished it. Within that epilogue I'll recall the response to this project, how it affected the podcast, and I'll of course list off the new patrons too. You should note that on the following Monday, the 3rd of July, if you are a patron with access to the extra feed, you'll get nine extra episodes with the title of Louis' Arms and Armies, spread over July and August, to be released every Monday for nine weeks from the 3rd of July. For the rest of you guys, there will be a podcast hiatus, which of course is fine if after nearly 90 episodes you're a little sick of my voice, and the likelihood is you'll also have some catching up to do. On the 4th of September... 2017 will be back and ready to tackle the long war for episode 30, which of course I'm really looking forward to. Alongside that, you guys should keep your eyes peeled for the Polish miniseries on the 18th century, which will be turning up hopefully by early 2018 if everything goes according to plan. More details will be forthcoming in the future on all of this, and don't worry, we'll run through this info again in the epilogue, but that Polish miniseries will stand as a testament to why Patreon is great for us, since it's been our goal for when we reach $500 a month, which about a week ago we shattered, so yeah, very, very exciting. If I could define a primary aim of this insane project, it'd be to make this podcast grow. I feel like, as great as we are at When Diplomacy Fails, and come on, let's be honest, we are pretty great, we've been in or around the same size with the same awareness surrounding us for what feels like, in my opinion, too long. I don't need or want to be world famous here guys, but I'd like to think it shouldn't be too hard to double our weekly downloads by the end of this project, considering all the attention from other podcasters, publicity from you guys, and maybe just the general craziness of the whole endeavour drawing attention to us. I feel like it'll take something radical to break out of our current mould and into the sphere of attention occupied by normal people, so I'm hoping this will do the trick. If it doesn't do the trick, then lord knows what will. That's not to say I have a lot riding on this or anything like that, because either way When Diplomacy Fells is going nowhere, but I'd like to think that for our fifth birthday, a bit of expansion by diplomatic or warlike means would be quite lovely. Of course, this is something you guys can help with. If they ignored you before when you told them about when diplomacy fails, then at least you have a new reason to tell them now. Two episodes every day for five weeks. I mean, come on. Tell them when diplomacy fails is running wild and that we're ready to take history podcasting to the next level. You can follow this party on Facebook because every day I'll be detailing what's out for you guys and why you should care. If you'd like to spoil the surprise and see what's on offer though, you can of course do that by checking out the blog post regarding this project in the Vassal State, our official blog, available as always on wdfpodcast.com. Within that blog post, it kind of details the schedule of the five weeks, so if you're into that kind of thing, if you like to spoil surprises, go for it. 
On Twitter, you can find us at WDF Podcast. And if you're talking about this crazy project of ours, try your best to include the hashtag Happy B Day WDF or something to that effect so that people know where to find us and what we're all about. Other than that, of course, tell everyone you can about what we're doing here and be fit like never before. I should add that since the extra feed is pretty much set up for the next few months, there's never been a better time to sign up and become a diplomat on Patreon. And if you do, you'll be helping When Diplomacy Fails get even closer to its goals, some of which are pretty freaking exciting. I think that covers about everything there is to say about this whole thing. If I could add here a small reminder, it'd be this. I really want you guys to enjoy this remastered project, like I really, really do. During my preparations for this whole thing, I may have overworked myself, and between this, the whole whole Patreon experience, setting up episodes for the extra feed, and, yeah, preparing my marriage and all that kind of thing, I think I definitely came close to burning out. It has to be said as well that I realised how OCD I truly am, since I only got this and the regular scheduled episodes finished about a month before the wedding on the 6th of May. This, as you can imagine, did not go down well with Anna, my family, or my own nerves. And understandably so, because in retrospect, combining these two things at once was a fairly dunderheaded thing to do, as Kaiser Wilhelm II would say. When I looked forward to the fifth birthday to come, all the way back in late December 2016, I thought I had a good game plan for what was to come. Yet the scope and nature of the project changed as my own ambitions grew, and by the end of it, I probably had the most overwhelmingly incredible thing I've ever done at the forefront of When Diplomacy Fails a Schedule, even as I've learned to never take something on as ridiculous as this ever again. However, in saying that, for all the nerves, the overwork, the stress, and self-inflicted exhaustion because of it, it's been so, so worth it. Because now I have a birthday present that is worthy of you guys. It's something that's never been done before, and yeah, I can flip and see why that's the case now, having done it. But I believe it will stand me in good stead going forward. If all else fails, if you enjoy listening and following along, if it inspires you, makes you think, or makes you laugh, or even makes you want to find out more about the topics I cover, or the person of Zach Twomley himself, then... I'll consider my job, however you define that job, to be well and truly done. So this is it. It's been five years, history friends. Some of you have been there since the beginning, you mad yokes, you. Some of you have joined us only recently, and maybe some of you just came along now to see what all the fuss was about. Either way, you're so welcome to this project of ours. Five weeks to run wild, guys, when Diplomacy Fails Remastered. Let's do this. Before we do this, though, <laughs> that's a bit of an anticlimax, but we do have to list off the patrons that have been pledging their hearts out ever since we stopped actually listing off their names. So the following are the patrons who have been pledging since the 24th of April 2017, which was when I stopped being able to actually mention them at the end of the episodes because I had to pre-record them all that jazz anyway. So, from the 24th of April 2017, first we have Lenart P, Diplomat, Tom M. Diplomat, David T. Ambassador, Amy C. Embassy Intern, Ian P. Diplomat, Pavel L., our first permanent undersecretary at $15, so yeah, that's pretty cool, Brent H. Diplomat, John B. Diplomat, Dylan D. Diplomat, Martin Diplomat, Eric S., Student of Diplomacy, Matt F., Envoy Extraordinaire, and of course I have to mention Jeff M., our second Bismar. Thank you so much, Jeff, for that pledge, and welcome to the exclusive Bismarck Club. 
After that, we have Brennan S., a diplomat. And then finally, on the 17th of May, he just made it in time, Kevin V., diplomat. All right, guys, that's all the patrons that have supported this podcast over the last few weeks. I'm going to leave you guys to, well, stew in your own juices until tomorrow when I drop the first pre-drink on you guys. So, yeah, start talking about When Diplomacy Fails Remastered, Five Weeks to Run Wild, because whether you like it or not, we are running wild. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll be seeing you all very, very soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.